Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're going to review the film Turning Red on Disney Plus. And this film stars Sandra Oh as Ming Lee, Jordan Fisher as Robert. Honestly, I can't really remember these characters' names besides May May. Um, but um <laughs> so we I mean they were all pretty French, so yeah. Ooh, I'm just gonna say you know, Priya Mangal. Yes. I don't, I, I really can't say the actor's name. Um, <laughs> but Ava Morse as Miriam, Addie Chandler as Devin. Very small role. Um, mm-hmm. And James Hong as Mr. Gao. But essentially, this film is about Mei Lee is a 13 year old girl who is torn between being her mother's obedient daughter and the chaos of her youth. As if that were not enough, when she gets too excited, she turns into a big red panda. So what did you get from the film, Turning Red? Yeah, so Turning Red was, um, it was a really cute story. I think I I enjoyed it. Um, For one thing, of course, Pixar is ever evolving and just, it looked amazing. Every time Pixar always say it looks amazing, the fabric they're wearing and how it flows and how it moves, the hair, the expressions. Um, In this one, of course, because of like the Asian influence on it, um, it even had some, I feel like motifs or callbacks to typical um, Asian cartoons and and somehow how it's animated. It's called anime. Right. Yes, anime. Really. Um, I guess all. Of it. I guess all of it is anime. For some reason, I only think of anime as like Naruto, um, uh, Attack on Titan. That, that's anime, isn't it? Yep. Attack on Titan, Dragon Ball that's Z, Dragon Ball Z. I think of the fighting game, the fighting movies and stuff as anime, and just not all the rest of it. That is a <laughs> cartoon, which is also technically anime. Like Pokemon is anime, which is yeah. crazy. Yu Gi Oh. Yu Gi Oh is anime which is crazy uh does that make this an anime <laughs> no i mean it's it's, it's it's it has to be made in japan in tokyo i gotcha <laughs> yes i got you. it can be inspired by that but right definitely inspired by anime but but yeah it's it's a it's a fun little movie set in uh 2002 somebody did the math um and it's 2002 when you can see that in it um with the devices they use and some of the references they make tamagotchi pets um those things so it was fun it was fun it was a nice watch um and and i enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed it um i think it's a pretty good film i mean outside of the i guess boy bands and the, the little bit of uh technology that they had back in 2002 i don't feel like this film had to take place at that time <laughs> it could have yeah, been in I- present day that's true. I think it's a good thing too, because you don't want to make them feel old. Yeah. Um, but does it make you feel old? <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Because 2002, I was like, I mean, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, this is where we're starting out going back in time. 2002. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh my gosh. Don't say it like that. Oh, <laughs> we're going back in time in 2002. But 2002, <laughs> I was still little. I mean, I was only five, five and six. I was still young. I was yeah, still I was in elementary four. school, but still. But I remember it, though. I remember the year 2002. I was in kindergarten. I remember writing the date for the first time. I was learning how to do that. Right? Oh, two. Um, yeah, and Tamagotchi pets. Um, <laughs> all that stuff. It's crazy. But also, the main character would be older than me. Yes, she's like 30-something, because she was in middle school in this, 2002. So I think someone did the math on TikTok, and she's like 36, something like that. Um, if it was today and someone wants a, uh, a a sequel in present day, which I think would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I would think that she would, you know, have a daughter and then, you know, the whole cycle happens. Again. Oh, yeah. That could be cute. But um, yeah, it's a pretty interesting film, has a lot of diversity. And of course, you know, it's always a given with the uh, visuals. Those always look nice. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except they add on the anime flavor on there. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty good film. I also thought it was a little bit predictable, you know, once we got to what the issue was or what, what we're yeah. going up against. Um, I think it falls in line with somewhere in the middle of the pack to a, a little bit above average for these films. Yeah, I think that, I mean, it, it wasn't groundbreaking. It, we, we didn't learn anything new. Um, it's just a cute little story. Um, so I think it was probably more interesting than Luca. Um, oh, easily. Not <laughs> groundbreaking like Soul. No. Um, and I do have to go back and kind of make a correction. Encanto is better than this. First of all, Encanto is not bad, but yes, it's better than this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying this is bad either. I'm just saying, um, if we just go back and look at my ratings, I did. I was a little harsh on that one, even though I did enjoy it. The music, amazing. Right. Visuals, amazing. Um, but I think Encanto is definitely better than this. Um, I would, I would agree. But um, this one, I think it'll probably mean more to other people. Because of uh, you know the the characters in the film, um, maybe you know women or girls, yeah, you know, going through you know that stuff. Right, but, uh, right, definitely a coming of age movie. Um, now, if you didn't watch this film and only read the review or seen some of the criticisms, you would think it's only about puberty, which it's like not really. Um, it's yes about changing, becoming older and being an adult and going, your body's changing, that kind of stuff. But um, it's really a small part of it. It's more about the family piece and um, what it is to be independent and still um, being a good child, um, seeking your parents' approval and what that means over your life um, with this fun little story about a red panda. Yeah, actually, I thought it was going to go more in that area at first until they you know, go, went with the whole... Um you know, history, the family history with the panda. I thought it was going to be that's more. That's all the media was talking about was um, <laughs> uh, people are banning this movie because it talks about periods and it's inappropriate for children because it has pads in it. What? I mean, what? First of all, no. 
you're you're the kids who are terrible in school who smell bad and don't know what anything is because you're sheltering them too much um <laughs> that's who you are um as a parent but um no it was a very small part of the film i mean it could be interpreted you know you're getting older your body is changing you have emotions and feelings you like um you're in romantic feelings now all that kind of stuff but then in a very cute way that is anyone who hasn't experienced that yet would just see it you know as a child through a child's eyes as this girl who gets upset and turns to a panda yeah so it's really not not that deep people who complain about it like i'm on google and the first things that come up about it is turning red about periods it's turning red about puberty um it's turning red in English. Interesting. I guess it is an Asian film. <laughs> I didn't think it was in English, but um, English dub. Yeah, in English dub. And but there are some parts they just uh, like one of the characters, one of her friends, um, when she goes off on rants, she starts speaking when I believe is Japanese, which is pretty fun because it, it feels like an anime in those moments. Yeah, um, but I, I think it is all around a, a good film. But I can see why they might think it's you know about just that you know puberty and uh Mm -hmm. you know girl growing up and all that stuff um but that's only i would say maybe 10 to 15 minutes of the film yeah because you know she starts to uh i guess see boys in a different way and then you know she starts to turn into this big red panda and uh her mother freaks out I mean, before she knows that it is a panda, but right. um, I guess, yeah, I, I can see that. And I thought that they were going to go more in that direction at first until they went with the family history. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's like, oh, this is what this is actually about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's still pretty interesting. I think it's pretty good. I think it'll mean a lot to, you know, younger girls around that age and, you know, women who have already been through that. So um, I think it does a good job at that. I think Churchill. Um, but do you want to go and go into uh, spoilers? Yeah, I think so. Um, I so we have a character who's kind of like almost like if the Hulk, um, but it was about puberty. Whenever he hit puberty, he turned into the Hulk when he's emotional. Um, that's what happens um, through this family's lineage. Um, I forget the the matriarch uh, or the um, the the woman in their history who they, they worship pretty much or celebrate, um, who pray to the gods to be a red panda to protect their family while her the men were at war in her country. And her wish was granted by the red moon and she became a red panda and has been passed down to the women in her family through generations. Um, it's, it happens sometime around puberty, if not a little older. Um, they get emotional become a red panda and there's a ceremony that is performed to... Um, capture that red panda identity into an amulet or a, a conduit of some kind, in their case, mostly jewelry, um, to hold that panda so they can keep their motions intact. Um, but Mei Ling, or Mei Li, the main character here, um, she likes the panda. Her friends like, cause she's awkward, um, but her friends like it. It makes her popular and she wants to keep doing it. But the family warns her that if she keeps doing it, she won't change back. Um, and she's conflicted because she wants to, you know, uh, be the best daughter she can. She adores her parents, but also wants to be independent and do what she likes. Um, and uh, one of those things is going to this um, 
with the Four Town concert, it's pretty much insert your favorite book, Backstreet Boys or In Sync. Um, NSYNC had some bangers back in the day, though. In (laughs) NSYNC, I was looking it up right now. I'm trying to (laughs) (laughs) Apple Music. They definitely did. They definitely did. And they've been, I mean, they've been spoofed ever since then, right? I mean, from Boys in Motion from Raven, uh, that's a Raven, um, to many other things. So they're crazy about this boy band. They want to go and they figure out how to go by charging. (laughs) <laughs> right for town they figure out how to go to a four town show by charging students to visit the red panda to visit um may lee in the bathroom and they almost reached their goal um but all of that um is obviously her grades are slipping right to bees um and she's lying to her mom now and it's a big deal um and the kind of the subplot is um may lee's grandmother coming to town because she's heard about the red panda um and she doesn't think her daughter ming lee may um, lee's mom can handle the job of keeping her safe until she can turn herself into a human so we have this other subplot of again this overbearing mother um and ming lee living up to her expectations and she feels like she's failing um so I very relatable storyline for lots of folks, I'm sure, when it comes to pleasing family um, and, and bringing honor to your family, um, but told in a very different fun way. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> I mean, she thought that she was doing things for herself, but um, it was mostly for her mother. And um, once she started to turn red into the panda, she kind of felt freer, like she kind of felt like felt more like herself. And her friends embraced that and, um, you know, tried to help her. Right. But, um, you know, her grades slip. Um, people start hearing about this panda or whatever. I, I kind of thought that they would take it in a way where she would be looked at as, a, you know, a freak or something, you know. But it's pretty acceptable. <laughs> everybody looks at her as like this, right. this cute panda that everybody wants to hug and take pictures with um and she monetizes it <laughs> yeah i guess i mean because they know who she is and not afraid um of it which is awesome um good for the story and definitely convenient she's not being shunned or sold to the government or anything like that which is really good <laughs> Um, but you never know because the Pixar films are connected, um, what these kids have been exposed to, what their reality is, and it may include non-human things. Oh, yeah. So what, what movies are you thinking that would be connected? Um, so I think the movies I'm thinking about are Monsters, Inc. We don't know when that change in the timeline happens or, or whatever, um, and Toy Story, I mean, those are sentient toys. So in some world, in some way, there are mystic things happening in the Pixar universe. You have Onward, um, which like is like a mirror dimension with um, people who live regular people lives, but who are mystical creatures. So yeah, it's, it's odd, you know, if they really are all connected. Um, and then you have the time traveler, Boo time travels into Brave and all this stuff. So um, who knows? Who knows um, what this reality is? Obviously, this reality includes um, praying to ancestors in the moon and being granted powers. Yeah, um, I thought outside of the main cast, you know, with the girls, 
one, one funny character was the boy that kind of picked on her, um, Tyler. Yes. <laughs> Especially when she jacked him up at the end. That was Great. hilarious. Yes. <laughs> he was a pretty interesting character, too. And then she threw the dodgeball at him and almost took his head off. That was funny. Right. Burned a hole through his hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they do have something in common. They like the band um, For Town. Um, and I, I thought that they presented them in a pretty nice way. Like they were just like this, uh, I don't know, heavenly singers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just the perfect teen boy. Yeah. Um, And I just think back, you know, I guess around that age or even younger, you think at you you think of those people as untouchable and Mm -hmm. just these perfect people. But I guess nowadays you can just see all the flaws (laughs) because this is true. This is true. The camera's always rolling. Social media is always a thing. Back then, most celebrities or stars, they seem pretty untouchable like you. You saw them and it was more like, man, um, I want to be like them one day. Right. But um, the grandmother does come by. She is just like the mother, you know, very overbearing. She was the same way to uh, Mei Mei's mother. What is the mother's name? Mingli. Mingli. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they they call the main character May May most times I think, yeah. And and um, you know she brings in the crew with the aunts, who have also yes. gone through this same process of being a red panda, um, and you know they they're trying to fix her, and they say you know if you turn into no actually the, the grandmother catches, uh, May May, um, because she finds a little a little bit of a hair from a panda on the floor somewhere because mm-hmm. at this point they're saying that she has controlled it her mother said that she controlled it she passed all the tests and may may um at the same time is trying to get tickets for four town along with her friends but then the grandmother she's like well this is, this doesn't look like somebody who's been in control of the panda hmm. he's like if you turn into that panda anymore you'll be the the red panda forever mm-hmm and at the same time, she's already promised the boy Tyler to come to his party as the Red Panda to, you know, um, entertain everybody. And she'll get the rest of the money that she needs for the, the concert. Um, but she's in, in, a, in a dilemma because, you know, she doesn't want to be the Red Panda forever, or at least she doesn't think she wants to be. And um, she still wants to get the tickets for her uh herself and her friends but um you know she shows up in a a box suit of the panda and uh right (laughs) nobody is amused and uh she just decides you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and turn into this panda and they have fun but then the mother at the same time is uh kind of checking around the room um because also she gets a little bit more motivation for her for her daughter not to escape her eye when her mother was leaving the grandmother she's like don't let her out of your sight make sure she doesn't mess up or turn back into that red panda and she's like okay i'm on it mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> she goes in the room starts trying to talk to may may 
she sees the windows open. She's like, oh, what's going on? And then she sees something a little bit under the, the bed. And she finds all this stuff, the boy band stuff, the dropping grades. I mean, they're not really that bad. I mean, right. Be- <laughs> yeah. Um, but all the stuff that disgusts her. I mean, because she thinks the boy bands are delinquents. She thinks they're a bad influence. And um, she uncovers the bed and it's just some fluffy toys. And then that's when she loses it and goes after Mei Mei. Um, goes to the party. I guess she knew exactly where she was. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the address must have been on the flyer. I didn't see it, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did see a flyer. Um, maybe it was. But um, yeah, she went right down there and said, you know, get your butt over here, whatever. And she said no. And um, I'm trying to think. No, there had to no. be something that happened in between there. She walked in on them fighting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she saw the panda. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, she was about to choke that boy out, Tyler. Because right. <laughs> he's he was um saying, come back down here, we all want another ride on the panda. Right. And then she was about to choke him to death. She's getting sick of it. And then he started crying. <laughs> and then um she pretty much grounded her. And um I'm trying to think how she escaped to get to the uh the concert. Because she pretty- well, she was at what well, was she went, you know, she's grounded. Um, and she didn't stand up for her friends too. Right. She didn't stand up for her friends. Her mom had to apologize to the boy's parents. Um, and she decided to run away from the home. Was that it? I think she just went from home. Um, oh, no, it was the ceremony happened. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. (laughs) They go back home and then they do the ceremony. Yep. Um, but she decides I want to still be this panda. Um, I don't care what the tradition is. I'm out of here. <laughs> so she kind of um, shapeshifts from her normal human body to the panda that kind of bounce all the way to the four town concert. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, her friends are already there, but um, her main friend in the green, I forgot her name, but um, her mother Maria. doesn't like her. Right. Maria? I think she's a bad influence. Yeah. Um, but she's the one who was most hurt by her not uh, standing up for them. And then, uh, you know, she gets to the concert, they kind of make up and they have the the boy band. They start performing. And it, I mean, visually, it looks very nice because of the way they present it. Right. Um, but then the mother shows up, you know, she starts getting real big because she's she's really angry. And we've kind of already heard the rumblings of how bad she was when she was the panda. And she's the biggest one. She's as big as that whole arena. Right. They, yeah. They, they, you know, cause they have a, they have a story. Uh, I think right before her um, ceremony, the dad talks about how he saw the mom's panda and it was pretty destructive and, and she was pretty big, but uh, they didn't say Godzilla big. <laughs> big. Yeah. Cause you got to think Mei Ling, I mean, or Mei Lee, Mei Mei, she um, is probably, I'd say probably like six, seven as a panda, six, eight. I mean, she's big, but um, not, not, not 20, 30 feet tall. 
Not, not King Kong Godzilla. Not King Kong. And that is her mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, just completely loses her mind going after her daughter. Um, just tears up the, the concert. I mean, she could have killed somebody. Somebody should have died. Because <laughs> <laughs> she just jumps in there, just jumps in the middle of it, crushes the ground. Um, I guess they all got out okay. All those kids. Um, yeah, they were. No one died. I, I for sure thought Four Town was dead because they were just floating from the floating <laughs> from the top of the stage during this whole thing. But no one seemed extra freaked out. Like they were like crazy that it was happening, but no one seemed like extra freaked out that uh, their giant pandas running around. Like they were all cool with it. <laughs> no, where's the military? Like, why are you being Why are you being rough though? Like it's cool, you're a panda, whatever. Why are you being rough? for <laughs> the concert where's the military you need to kill this well, yeah. thing where is a nuclear bomb where is the president saying another one's gotten out where is <laughs> professor x saying may may calm down my name is xavier <laughs> i have a school <laughs> yeah where was the police they never came police said uh we got a giant red panda uh what can we do about it nothing cool that's what we'll do I mean you, you gotta hear that 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 is a huge panda just destroying everything but um you know they try to continue the ritual at the same time um May May is distracting her mother to get back into the big giant circle for the ritual um and then we also have her grandmother and all the aunts they um tear up their their charms and turn back into the panda um, to help after the mother has been knocked out. Right. And, um, you know, turn her back into her, her normal self. And, um, you know, everything kind of wraps up pretty nicely. Uh, They do show them in kind of like this parallel universe of, um, I guess where they, where the panda meets the, the human. And where or they the separate, plane. yeah, the astral plane, or uh, what they call it in Black Panther, I think they call it the ancestral plane, yeah, the ancestral plane, you know, yeah, just like that. Um, and then they all kind of enter through that, through that little portal area where they separate from the panda. Um, but May May, she's like, no, I still want to be this panda, and you're gonna deal with it, <laughs> but in a nicer way. <laughs> respectfully yes respectfully um but she was not so respectful when she went to that that concert you know and maybe parents were or whoever was complaining about the movie they were upset about how she was you know kind of putting her butt butt up in the air as a panda and um yeah. shaking it or whatever but um i mean it's a panda <laughs> It's a panda. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. I mean, I've seen way worse things on Cartoon Network. (laughs) But, um, yeah. All that stuff happens. She makes up with her friends. And um, by the end of the film, she's able to kind of walk around as a half-human, half-panda at will. Yeah. And um, And it's just cool. Yeah. And also, her family has to make up for that all that destruction that they had. Um, like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, pretty much they are selling the story of their ancestors and, you know, where they came from right. <laughs> and taking pictures with uh, Mei Mei as a panda. Right. It also made me think about also another connected movie, Luca, because you remember the end, uh, Luca's was his friend, I forgot his friend's name, um, did go off Alberto. to school. What's his name? Alberto. Alberto, yeah. He goes off to school at the end. Just as a, you know, half mermaid thing um, <laughs> who can change at will. And it's just okay. Right. So we're entering, I don't know, a phase of the, the Pixar universe where being a monster is okay. Um, I guess this is before they take over and become Monsters Inc. I don't know. <laughs> it's the beginning. Right. But they're still humans, I guess, you know, in Monsters Inc. They still rule the world. Well, it- no. Well, it was like they go through the doors, a different dimension. But, you know, humans still live like normal people, except they just scare kids at night, right? Well, no, so remember, they go through the doors to get to the kids. So they're not in the same. Well, I guess it's unclear if they're <laughs> on the same planet because it's never explained like how the doors work. And I mean, is it a different dimension? Is it just a different state? Is it, you know, because um, it seems as though humans don't know monsters are real, like, they think they're imaginary. Um, but it's never really explained. It's not explained as magic or something like that. But. No. The door just opens a portal. Right. <laughs> um, but I haven't watched Monsters, Inc. in a while. And I don't think I saw the second one. Oh, Monsters University? It wasn't yeah. as good. It doesn't <laughs> add to the story. <laughs> it was too late of a sequel, I guess. Yeah, it was for these new kids. They have a TV show, too. Still going? I don't know if it's still going. I did watch, I think, the whole first season, at least, on Disney+. Plus. It was, it's not, I mean, it's a show. <laughs> it's a show. I mean, those those movies turn TV shows don't always work out. Um, it's better than it used to be now. It's not, it's not like it used to be. It's much more well thought out. <laughs> What's your example of a bad one? Um, didn't I remember Aladdin? But I liked Aladdin though. That, that that was a show. They had a show. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, they did a show. Maybe I think they I might did have a seen sequel it. And they did a show. Um, Hercules, I believe, had a show. Um, I don't think the Emperor's New Groove. It was Emperor's New School. Oh yeah, yep, I remember yeah. that. That went on for a while. I thought. Mm. Yeah. Um, outside of Disney. I know they had um, Barnyard. I kind of did like that show. <laughs> I did like that show. I did like that show. Yeah. I mean, the movie is it's kind of good, but I think the show is a little bit better. The movie's getting old now. <laughs> Barnyard. Yeah. I had that on classic banger. I had that on bootleg DVD. I think. Um, Two thousand six. What? I can probably quote this whole movie. I remember when it came out. <laughs> not, <laughs> not. I remember in the trailer. To a movie 22%? Wow. <laughs> listen, listen. When them coyotes came back and Otis's dad was left to defend them by himself and he's saying, I won't back down, that was, that was cinematic. To this day, that is the version of I Won't Back Down, whatever the name of that song is, that I think of the most. <laughs> it's protecting them chickens, turning them coyotes. 
that, that's a classic banger. That's it. Yeah, that's a classic. That the little furball lives in a cage. Um, Freddie the ferrets. Freddie. <laughs> Mrs. Beatty. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm Duke looking the at the dog. Somebody. I'm not not knowing all the characters. I'm looking at some of the pictures from this. Compared to the animation of today, it does look pretty computer game graphics. Like, it's, oh, that's Butterly Martians right there. It's <laughs> you know that's the lows of the low. It's above that. It's above that. Oh, oh my God! People tipping. Remember? A cow tipping. A cow tipping. That, that big fat boy who used to just stick yeah. around. Yeah, cow tipping. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh my gosh. In the cartoon, they were so shiny because it was so bad. Oh, there was a video game? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> there was a video game. It looks pretty bad. Um, it probably was. Yeah, it probably was. But classic uh, banger. I mean, come on. They were giving a 22%. Come on. 22%. <laughs> ben, yeah, that was Otis's dad's day. Who played Otis? Who was his cast? You remember Pip, <laughs> the little rat? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kevin James. That was Otis. Yeah, Jeffrey Garcia. Pig. Wanda Sykes was Bessie. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely recognize her oh, voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sam Elliott was Ben. Donald, Danny, not Donald, Danny Glover um, was the mule. I always get the mix up. (laughs) Got the same name. I mean, they got the same name. And Danny should definitely be Donald. And Donald should be Danny. And that was, yeah, it was a classic movie right there. Yeah. They need to um, do that score over again. (laughs) Yeah, that, that was... Yeah, that's a classic banger right there. Barnyard. Yeah, I, I really like it. I, I want to go back and watch it now. But, um... <laughs> it was free online somewhere. Probably on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's so old, nobody's checking for it. Um, yeah, Turning Red. Um, I could see this being put as a TV show. They, they could probably do that. I could see it. <clears throat> but... um. I think it's a really good film that um, a lot of, you know, girls around that age and mothers who've already been through some of these things would really enjoy this film. Um, But all all around, it's a great film. I don't think it it reaches that upper echelon of Disney films, but it's pretty good. I would agree. I would agree. So um, let's go ahead and give this one a rating. So the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the Disney Plus film Turning Red? So I would actually rate Turning Red as a low banger. I would. I enjoyed it. The music was good. The callbacks to the early 2000s was fun, but they didn't overdo it. Um, The voice acting was pretty good. The storyline was good. Um, Focusing on the Asian main character cast um yeah i like that yeah i liked it too um i would watch it again i got some good laughs out of this one it's definitely enjoyable um but i'm gonna go with a high background noise <laughs> okay yeah that's fair 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's very good. It's, it's pretty good. Um, I would recommend it. Uh, I guess for all of those parents who are, you know, very skeptical about it and hearing all these other things, I think it's fine to watch. It's fine for your kids to watch. I, I don't yeah. think it's really that bad. Um, really they're just thinking about it too much. Right. And, um, kids are not really going to think about all of that stuff. I mean, just look at some of the past Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, look at Pinocchio. One of my favorites. Smoking on a blunt. I- <laughs> are, are they going to ban that? I'm getting high with them crows. Yeah, it, it's... um, Yeah, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it. Pretty good film. But... I don't know if you've been on Disney Plus, or I guess you have if you watch this, but now they do have mature things on it, like mature ratings. Yeah, they do. Um, I think Moon Knight is mature. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I was about to start it, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah, I I might watch the second episode tonight. Wow. Yeah. Now I want to watch it even more. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's it's good i think i have a lot of questions but it's just the first episode i've seen so i'm sure that's why okay yeah we can definitely get into it whenever the series wraps up Mm -hmm. um but any other thoughts about turning red no it's definitely fun the music is good too i listened to all the credits actually um i thought the boy band it was pretty inspired i think the reason the cast list lists devin high up on the cast i think he does most of the no not devin who am I thinking about? Oh yeah, Devin and then uh, Robbie Air, or however they said it, um, Jordan Fisher and Addie um, Chandler. I think they did a lot of vocals for um, for that background music, and I think Billie Eilish has something to do with the soundtrack as well. I think she wrote some of the songs for the movie or something like that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she worked on it with her brother. Um, yeah, they did. They did a lot of the music together. It's not in Kanto level, though. I mean, it's. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I'm still listening to that banger. Don't talk about Bruno. Listen, I had the I had the windows down, cruising, singing. We don't talk about Bruno today because <laughs> it's that much of a banger. It really is, um, but the music here is pretty good too. Um, but um, I think that does it for us at Any Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.